In this episode of TechSess, I'm going to be telling you all about how to get faster Wi-Fi both in your office and for your remote workers. I'm Mark Riddell and this is the TechSess Podcast. We publish a new episode every Wednesday packed full of IT and cybersecurity advice to help businesses like yours to make the right decisions and get the best from your technology investment. Make sure to follow TechSess on your favourite podcast player to ensure you don't miss future episodes. But before we get to all that, I just want to take a minute to let you know that my book, Email Hijack, has finally been printed. Yes, I have copies of this sitting in the office, ready to be sent out to you amazing people. All you have to do to get a free copy in the post is to head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash email hijack. You'll see there's a form on that page where you can fill out your postal address and I will get a copy sent out within a few days to you absolutely for free. Now, if you're not sure what the book's about, I actually read out the first chapter of the book in a previous TechSess episode. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can go and listen to the first episode, get a little sneak peek and kind of whet your appetite for what is coming in the rest of the book. So again, the URL to go and get your copy is at m3networks.co.uk forward slash email hijack. Now, let's get on with the main content of today's episode. And we're talking about how to get faster Wi-Fi both in your office and for your remote workers. Now, let's list the basic essentials for life. Air, water, food and fast Wi-Fi, right? (laughs) If you have teenagers at home, you'll know the last one is only just beaten by air. But fast Wi-Fi isn't just essential to keep our children happy. The reality is without fast Wi-Fi, many businesses simply couldn't operate. We rely on Wi-Fi every single day for things like basic communication, accessing our applications, storing and accessing data, keeping our devices up to date and safe, and giving customers a great experience. And many other things, of course. Now, our hybrid way of working and widespread use of video calling has made reliable Wi-Fi even more important in your staff's homes as well as in the workplace. So when your internet isn't performing as well as it should be, it's no longer just annoying. It can cause everything to come to a frustrating, grinding halt. We bring good news though. There's nearly always something you can do to improve Wi-Fi, even if the speeds offered by your provider are meh. So here's our guide to making Wi-Fi faster wherever you're working. So why do we get slow Wi-Fi? What are the problems that cause our Wi-Fi in our homes and in our offices to be so slow. Now, it can be down to a single fault or it can be a combination of factors. So when we're investigating poor Wi-Fi, we will look at things like what bandwidth do you have available from your provider? How old is your router or your Wi-Fi box, as some people call it? Is your router's firmware up to date? Does it need a software upgrade? What kind of coverage do you get from that router? Sometimes it's just that you have a nice big house, but your router from your internet provider is just not sufficient to cover the size of your home. How does the physical layout of your office or home affect the signal? Do you live in a bungalow that's all on one level? Do you live in a townhouse split over three floors? Wi-Fi doesn't really work very well between floors. It works well horizontally on the same level, but once you start going between floors, you need to start putting in multiple access points to cover each floor and cover that larger house area. And then how is your Wi-Fi actually set up? Is it optimised so that there's not different channels fighting with each other? 
Now, let me give you an example of this is one thing a lot of people don't realize is that the routers that you get from your internet service provider that you and all your neighbors will be using, they're set to pick the channel by themselves. So like auto configuration for the Wi-Fi channel. Now, to keep things very simple here, if we're going to technicalities, there are a number of Wi-Fi channels. And if you have multiple Wi-Fi networks in the same area, all using the same channel, you're going to get interference and you're going to get problems. So what does your router do to try and prevent this? Well, it tries to change its channel to a channel that is less congested. However, every router in the area and all your neighbors and all your other offices, potentially, if you're in a business center or something like this, all those routers are doing the same thing at the same time as your router. And what quite often manifests itself to you is that your Wi-Fi drops. Because when your Wi-Fi changes channel, your devices have to drop the connection and reconnect. So if you say, well, your Wi-Fi keeps going up and down, it's not actually going up and down. Sometimes it's actually that your router is jumping channels all the time because there's so much Wi-Fi interference. Now, that is a simple thing to fix, simply by checking which channels are clearest in the area and manually setting the channel for your Wi-Fi. Now, it might not be something that you're comfortable doing yourself, but it's definitely something that you can get your IT company or us to look at setting this up for you. And then if you're still having problems something to look at is there any other interference from any other types of technology because wi-fi is just using wireless frequencies just like other technologies that may be using those kind of frequencies too common household things that can cause problems with wi-fi things like microwaves tumble dryers those kind of things can be problematic for wi-fi so you definitely don't want to have your router sitting next to any of those type of devices in a business setting we've seen things like Gate control systems or other wireless systems that are used within the business can cause interference with Wi-Fi. And once you start getting interference problems, you definitely need a Wi-Fi specialist to start investigating this for you. So getting the best Wi-Fi speeds required several factors to be right. So let's delve into a few of these in more detail. First thing is to understand what bandwidth is. Now, when you talk to a new internet provider, they'll talk about speeds and quite often talk about download speeds and upload speeds. But what they're really talking about is bandwidth. Now, bandwidth is not speed. It's the amount of data that can be sent across your connection in a certain amount of time. If that's low, then of course, it will slow you down as it takes more time for the data to get to and from your device. Now, here's a great analogy that will help you understand this. Imagine you've got a drinking straw. Slurping water through your straw is easy, Water's not thick, so you don't need so much suction. But try drinking a thick milkshake through the same straw and you'll have a problem. You either need to suck harder or find a bigger straw. So data on the internet is much the same. An email containing only text is like water. It only needs a little bandwidth because there's not much data to send. But a 4K video stream is the milkshake and needs lots more bandwidth because the files are huge. Bandwidth is measured in megabits per second or m. BPS. Netflix, for example, needs an absolute minimum bandwidth of 0.5 megabits per second, and that will be to watch shows in lower resolution with lots of buffering going on. To watch a 4K movie, your connection will need to be 20 megabits per second. That's at home, of course. In the workplace, things can soon slow down when some people are doing video calls or others are uploading huge files. You need to consider if you have enough bandwidth for all of the people trying to do everything they need to do at the same time. Now, the correct Wi-Fi setup and configuration will give you big wins. 
Slow internet is often caused by the way Wi-Fi has been set up in the first place. It's partly about where your router and access points are and partly about how they have been configured. Configuration is one of the least understood areas of Wi-Fi, but it's so important to get this right. And this is why you need to work with an IT partner that has specialists in Wi-Fi. Now, if you'd like to learn a lot more about how to get faster Wi-Fi in your business and at home, then please check out our guide this month, which is called How to Get Faster Wi-Fi. Funny that. Included within this guide is a checklist for if you're having slow Wi-Fi. So it's a list of things that you can do to run through to try and fix the problem and find out whether it's just a temporary issue or whether they're having a longer term problem. So this is a really useful guide and checklist that you can work your way through to find out what's going on with your slow Wi-Fi connection. But if you just want to take the hassle of Wi-Fi off of your plate and have technology that just works for your business, we should definitely talk. If you aren't already aware, I offer a free 15-minute IT consultation to anybody that wants to have one with me. You can book this at m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark. The link for that will be in the show notes as well. If you head over to that webpage, you'll be able to pick a day and a time that suits you. And I'm here to listen to whatever IT problems you have to find out if this is something that we can help you with in your business. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk. Okay. Okay.